Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry. I don't give it up to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to my podcast, though. everyone happy thursday and welcome back to another episode of meet my mess this week i'm not gonna spend too much time rambling about my dating life lack thereof because i have a really special guest she's beautiful but that's service level she is a woman of many talents she's a life coach a businesswoman a podcast producer and she's the host of happiness happens podcast and i am really excited to have her on Please welcome Simona Costantini. Did I say that right? You did. You did. And people never do. So I love that you did that. (laughs) Good. Where's that? What's that like uh, origination? Origination? That's not even a word. Um, Origin? Like, are you Italian? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's Italian and like his whole side of the family is Italian. And then my mom is French Canadian. So okay. kind of got like a nice little combo going on in there. Little mix. Yeah, we got two Canadian girls today, which is exciting. I don't think I've interviewed like another Canadian that wasn't one of my like best friends. So it was exciting. Oh, I'm so excited. I think this makes us best friends now. So yeah, I think so too. And it just, Canadians just bring good vibes. So I'm stoked to have you on and thank you for doing this with me. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and of to course. chat with you today. Okay, cool. Well, me too. We got a lot to talk about, but initially we connected because it was usually a lot of the time when I have guests on, I'll like message them randomly, but you actually reached out to me because I posted on my story saying, does anyone else like cry at their job every single day at lunchtime? But now, which seems like a cry for help, but look, at the time I was like, oh, this will just be relatable. But you actually did really resonate with that. And you're like, yeah, I used to. And um, so I wanted to know, what did you used to do? Oh my goodness. Where do I begin? Um, okay. So I used to work, I've had like so many different jobs. I used to work in PR when I first started, then I worked in marketing. Then I went into communications. I worked in aviation. I worked in like furniture. I've worked in like so many different industries, entertainment, like all of these different places. Yeah. And every job that I had, like, I'm so grateful for all of those jobs because I learned so much and all like, you know, they all had their own purpose. Like they all served a purpose in my life. Right. But the, I also worked in real estate too, for a hot second. (laughs) Many talents, talents, very versatile. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just, I, yeah, that's what I did. And Mm -hmm. I loved it. But when you posted that, like, I remember when I worked in corporate, I would just be like, this can't be it. Like this can't be it. There has to be something more here. Like (laughs) help. (laughs) You, you just like want to break that, like kind of wall, but it seems so impossible sometimes when you're in that job and you're working a nine to five and you're exhausted, but how did you do it? How did you get to the other side of that? So, okay. So it's a very interesting story. And I always tell like a different version of it, depending on who I'm talking to, but um, I'm so comfortable with you. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll in. So in 2018, I woke up one day and I was like, I was so miserable. I was like, how did I end up in this job? What am I doing here? I hate this. I hated my life. Like I hated the way that I looked, I hated the things that would come out of my mouth. I hated how I was mean to people. I hated that I was judgmental. Like there were so many things. I know hate is a strong word, but I do look back on that. And I'm like, 
I, it's not the vibe that we, we want here. <laughs> this is not yeah. the vibe yeah. that we're going for. Um, and so I woke up one day and it was like, I think it was like August of 2018. And I looked at my then boyfriend now has been, and I was like complaining and complaining and complaining. And he finally looked at me and he's like, can you please do something about it? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, you complain. How did you dare you to say that to me? How dare um, you? <laughs> And I was like, um, okay. And he's like, you complain all the time. And like, you just never do anything to change your situation. So like either stop complaining or figure it out. And I was like, okay, fine. So let me just tell everyone who's listening right now. Like if you don't have someone in your life to hold you accountable to your own, um, stuff. Um, then I was going to say something else, but I'm not sure if we're allowed to swear on this show. So I was like, yeah, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, you know, like to hold you accountable to your own bullshit. Like, yeah. So he did. And then I started going to therapy where I realized so many different things about why I was the way that I was, how I got here or there at the time. And just like, yeah. So that was such a transformative, transformative experience. I think I was with her for like a year and a half or something like that. And then in that time, I had this idea of a podcast because I was like, okay, if I feel this way, there has to be one other person on this planet who feels the exact same way as me. Like I cannot be alone here. So hundreds, thousands, (laughs) right. I'm like everyone who listens to my show, everyone who listens to your show, (laughs) everyone I know in my day, in my, my personal (laughs) life. Oh my God. Um, and so then I was like, okay, there there's something here. And so I, I think I honestly just had like a dream of what my podcast title was. And I woke up and I was like, Oh, happiness happens. I was like, of course it, of course it happens. So happiness happens. So then my, um, husband bought me a mic. He bought me, it was actually this mic. I still use it to this day and so nice. And, um, I just started going with it. I recorded an episode that I recorded too. I launched in January of 2019. And then honestly, things just kind of started to progress from there. Cause I like channel, I was channeling my energy into like something that was actually serving people and like serving the world. And, you know, I was like, if one person listens, I'll be happy with that. Like if one person gets something valuable, valuable out of this, and I feel like I've done something good here. And so I just kind of kept rolling with it. So I was still working in corporate. Um, and then I started freelancing on the side. So I started editing podcasts for people here and there just as like, you know, something extra. And I've always been kind of someone who's like, you know, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I remember saying to my dad when I was like 14, I was like, I'm going to be a life coach dad. And he looked at me and he's like, life, you have to imagine like this old, like not even old. Oh my God. Sorry, dad. (laughs) (laughs) This like old school is what I was trying to say. Italian dad. And he's like, life coach. He's like, what What is a life life coach? (laughs) No, he's like, what life have you lived? And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Fair. So I kind of obviously put that dream on the back burner for a little bit. Um, and then when I started my podcast, then I like trend, like started to transition a little bit into life coaching. So I was doing both. So I was like doing my podcast. I was working full time and I started my life coaching business and I was doing like podcast editing on the side. So this is like back in 2019, pretty much all the way until 2021. So then the pandemic happened. I lost my job that I had. Um, and I was actually like grateful for it. Cause I was ready to leave. Like I was ready for it to be yeah. like done. I yeah. had written, you know, August, 2020, I will be, I will be out of here. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I will not be working here anymore. And then I, oh yeah. What kills me though about that is cause I'm a pretty spiritual person. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to put it out there. 
I'm going to take inspired action every single day and something's going to happen and it's going to fall into place into place. And yeah. I just know that it will. I got my last like severance check on like the last week of July. So technically I was done there by August, 2020. And I thought that that, that was is insane. So crazy. It was so crazy. And I was just I like, Hey, right. And then worked a little bit in like real estate after that. And then in like January, 2021, I was like, okay, like, let's take this podcast, like production business. Cause my life coaching business was doing well. I was like, let's build up this agency. And so that's what I've really been focusing on. Like, is just building up this agency, but like, it's like, it takes work. Like it doesn't come overnight. And I think like, that's like the misconception is like people see success and they're like, Oh, like that was easy for you. And it's like, okay, but if only you knew what everything else that happened behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. It's so easy to look at someone who like got famous overnight and they're like, yeah, it might seem like they got famous overnight, but like you just heard about them overnight. You know, there was so much going on. There was years of work leading up to this. And like, we all hope for that one day we wake up and your kind of, your podcast is like up at the top of the charts, but that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like you said, overnight. So I think that's exactly such an important point, like with small businesses, like you might think like, oh, by a year I'll have made this much money and your goals aren't going to look exactly how you thought they would, but exactly. If I look back and like the first initial goal that I ever had for myself, once I started going to therapy, like the iterations and like all of the things that have changed since day one, like you can't even foresee how it would change. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why it's just like, people will say like, Oh, you got to have the plan. You got to have this. And it's just like, okay, but if you have the plan, but also like, fuck the plan because the plan doesn't go to plan. You know what I mean? Like you have to like be willing to let it just, just let it play out the way that it's supposed to. Right. You can have the plan, but the plan's not going to work out even remotely close to what you want anyway. So you might as well just let go of it and let things happen the way they're supposed to and put your intention where you want it. That's how I exactly. I completely agree. (laughs) Wow. Great minds think alike. (laughs) Don't they just. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you were at the job, you hated it. We talked about how so many other people probably are in the same position. Do you have any advice for those in a job they hate? Like you were almost lucky you got laid off in a weird way. What about for people who are just going to work still every day thinking like, oh my gosh, I would rather be anywhere else but here. That's like such a good question. And I think my biggest thing is like, if you would rather be anywhere else, where would you rather be? Like, what would you rather be doing? Because I think like we have been so conditioned, I think, to just feel like we can't have the life that we want, like that all of our dreams actually can't come true Mm -hmm. that, um, sorry, I have to sneeze. I'm trying not to let it out. Girl, girl, I'm trying really hard not to, (laughs) but we have been, we have been so conditioned to think that the dream that we have can't actually be achieved. And so I remember thinking back and I was like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do this one particular thing. Everyone around me was like, you're crazy. Like it's so insane. Like it's so scary because you won't have your paycheck. You won't have your, this, you won't have your, that. But then when you think about it, like, was I planning on getting laid off? No, that was never in my plans. Right. And so it made me question like, is this corporate job actually as quote unquote, like safe as other people are saying it is, is it though? Cause it's not, it was not in my opinion. Um, and I think what I would just say is like, you know, defining like, what is 
like your version of success for yourself anyways. Like if you don't like going to your nine to five and you'd be much happier as a bartender or a server, do that. You know what I mean? Like the only person that you're letting down when you're not doing the things that you want to be doing is yourself. And I'm not saying like, go and like, you know, quit your job and like travel the whole entire world, like never come back to ever, but do that if you want to. You can, yeah. You go can. ahead. You, you know to, what yeah. I mean? I, like totally do that if you want to, but it's like everyone's like desires are different, but I don't know. I just think back to, to that time. And I was like, I knew what I was building in the background. So it made it easier for me to go to work. You know what I mean? It made it easier for me to just like accept the fact that like, I have to be here right now. I have to do this. And honestly, like I would, they shoved me in a corner um, Mm -hmm. at the office in like a corner cubicle. So I would just bring my own laptop to work and I would just work on my own business. And I was like, fuck all of you, like (laughs) in a nice way. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, and I was like, okay, this is like being, this is being presented to me right now is like an opportunity to literally get paid and also to work, work on, on my business. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, obviously everyone's situation is different, but I don't know. I would say like following those like little moments of like nudges, like those little nudges that you get within yourself, those little moments of inspiration, just to see where they go. You know what I mean? Like there's so much possibility. And so if you would rather be laying on the beach than going to work, okay, what can you do to get yourself there? What do you love to do? Are your skills transferable? Can you create something for your own self? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like any communications, marketing, design, any of those fields, you can freelance, you know what I mean? And I I just like, just start, just start somewhere because you never know where you're going to end up, but you'll also never know where you're going to end up if you don't take that action. Like if you don't just Mm -hmm. take that step, right? Yeah. Could not agree more. And I think that (laughs) a really important point you made there is the doing something else while you're still working. Like you'll be surprised how easy it is to make a quick post while your boss is in the washroom or, you know, um, how easy it is to take one hour after or before work each day to work on your business. You know, it doesn't have to be this drastic end all be all change, but if you're ballsy enough, (laughs) go ahead. But it's exactly. not the situation for everyone, but I think that's some really good advice and I couldn't have articulated that better myself. So oh, thank you. Of Thanks course. very much. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was like stalking your Instagram hardcore and oh, yeah. I read that you struggled with your confidence in your career at one point. <sighs> yes. What? Can you elaborate on that? Cause I found that so, so interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that like what I've learned about myself a lot in the last little bit is that I've, I've, okay. I've always been someone who's had a really vibrant personality. I've always been like loud. I've always been like, you know, I I can walk into a room and I take up the space. You know what I mean? And I I know that, you know what I mean? But what I realized is like, sometimes that comes from like a place of insecurity. You know what I mean? And what happened, like pretty much all of the jobs that I think about, and it was something that I really had to work on when I went out on my own, because like, there's no one telling you, like you did a good job when you, when you work for yourself, you know what I mean? Maybe my husband sometimes, but like, you know, he's like, good job, babe. And I'm just like, you have no idea what I did today all day. And I still appreciate that. that. (laughs) Exactly. No, but he's so sweet. Um, but okay. So when I think back though, like I remember my very first job when I was working in PR, they used to, <laughs> I actually laugh so hard now they used to, I would write an email and then they would need to like review the email okay. before I sent it. 
Could every you imagine single email? Every single email. That is wild to me. It's wild. And like yeah. now as like a business owner, like I could not imagine reviewing my team's stuff. What a waste they of send time it. is my first thought, but. Right, right. Yeah. And so it made me think that I was like a shit writer that I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to pitch people. And like now it, it's so funny how things happen because like now I pitch um, like podcast guests for my clients and we land guests that have like 150, 300,000 followers. Like, and I'm yeah. like, if I was bad at pitching and didn't know how to write emails, there's no way that I would be able to pitch people and secure those guests. There's no way. No, like of course it's not. an art. Like you have to like learn how to yeah. do it anyways. So what I realized is like that first job shot my confidence so much that every time I would go into a different job, every time I would try and do something different, I was always second guessing every single thing. And it's taken me years to like figure out that I don't need other people's like validation to make myself feel worthy or like to make myself feel good or accomplished about what I've done. You know what I mean? Like you don't need other people to tell you necessarily that you d- you've done a good job. Like it's nice, mm-hmm. um, but building your confidence really comes from like realizing within yourself, the power that you have within yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you actually bring to the table, all of your skills. And so if you're struggling with your confidence, write down all the things that you bring to the table, mm-hmm. like write down all the ways that you're amazing. And if you don't know any of them, ask the people around you, just yeah. be like, what's like one really good thing that you like about me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And start making your list because I just feel like it's so important, but you know, yeah. And then I think it was like in one of my last jobs that I had. And I remember at first, when I first started there, cause I would always like get jobs that I never felt like I was qualified for, you know what I mean? But obviously uh, like other people yeah. thought I was qualified. So yeah. I would, so I would walk into the first day and I'm like, what did I just sign up for? Like, what am I doing? I so have I no always, idea what I'm doing. I no idea. And I would just like learn, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I would just learn, I would try. And like within a week, you're like, okay, like this is literally going to be fine. Like I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I like that challenge. Like I like mm-hmm. being able to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so I think that those little things too helped to build that confidence, right? Stepping into situations that feel like uncomfortable, build your confidence up because you figure it out and you realize how resilient you actually are, you know? Yeah, I completely agree with Oh my gosh. It's like we live in the same brain. I swear. We might share some space in there. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. But yeah, no, I couldn't. I always say this on the podcast. I couldn't agree more. And someone called me out for that. They said, do you agree with everything? And I said, um, no, no. I, I probably <laughs> think, think about that and stop saying that. Um, but that I actually did agree really agree with. Thanks. <laughs> of course. You know, it's um, funny on, on my show. I also say a lot of like, uh, oh my God, I love that. And then I listen to it back and I'm like, did I, did I, did I, did I really love that? Yeah. Like, or was okay. I just trying to make them feel comfortable, which of course you want to do, but totally. Yeah. Sometimes it just like, is a, yeah. It's something it I caught myself there. I was like, Hey, do you agree with that? And I thought about it. I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah yes. I yes, do though. Do. <laughs> yeah. I do agree. <laughs> okay, good. Now moving on. Exactly. Um, that's so funny. Um, so what do you, does success look like in your eyes? You know, we've been talking about success and reaching it. So for you, what does that look like? Honestly, for me right now in this moment, like I actually feel like I have every single thing that I could have ever asked for in my life. Oh my right gosh. Now, which is honestly like it, unbelievable. And it also, what? well, like I just, my biggest thing is like, I, I was such a, 
like I value so much time and freedom. Like I don't like when other people tell me what I have to do with my time. And I don't like being forced to do things when I don't want to do them. And I don't like being micromanaged. I don't like when people like tell me what to do. I really like to like make my own schedule. So the biggest thing for me, I feel like that I've achieved in terms of like success, if you will, is being able to plan my time whenever I want, like have the freedom to go at Tuesday at one 36 in the afternoon and go grocery shopping. If I want to, do you know what I mean? That feels like success for me. Like, I think the biggest thing for, in terms of like success is that I've been able, like I've built this life that I love and I've built it off of a business. That's my passion. And like, I get to do this every single day, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so for me, it's like, I have like an amazing husband. We've been together for almost eight years. We just got married yeah. this summer and Congratulations. we have, thanks. <laughs> That's <okay>. And <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we bought like a really, really cute house and like, you know, is it the biggest house on the street? No, but it's perfect. You know, yeah. we have a really cute dog. Like all of my family members are safe and healthy. Like mm-hmm. my business is doing well. Like what more can you ask for? You know what really? I mean? I would really? love to travel. I would love to travel. Of course. Maybe I'll just add that, but yeah. I don't know. I really feel like exactly, exactly. And like, I feel like just like success to me is like when you find, like when you, when it comes back to like, when you're like at peace with what you have, like, you don't feel like you need more. Like I, I, like I have goals and I have like things that I want to achieve, but I know that those goals are like on their way and they're not right now. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Maybe you're not ready for them or right now is what is meant for you right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if that's okay. Make you ready. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a good idea, like a good response to like what success is, but like, I really think that success is so personal. Like it it looks different for so many people. And like, I can finally say like, after this, like years of like trying to figure out like who I am, what do I do and all this different stuff? Like, I finally feel like I've achieved that. And I've never been able to say that before. Like I've got, I have worked so hard to get to this place though, you know, not just in a business sense, like, just like, like rewiring my mindset, relearning who I am, like, you know, being okay with like, not being like the same size that I was in high school, like all of these different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. yeah. <laughs> I might still be working on that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all are as women. I feel like, you know, I know. Right. But, it's the never ending yeah. battle. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's pretty like crazy to me. I don't know. I was talking to my friend about this the other day. It's almost like shocking when you meet a girl these days who's like completely confident in her body. Like it's so rare, but I'm loving how kind of the industry is going with body image with how like there's no ideal kind of body type right now, you know, like everything's kind of in the eye of the beholder. Some, some people may be attracted to curvy girls. Some people may be attracted to thinner girls and like everything is considered beautiful in the public right now, which I love, but it doesn't mean we don't still have these like kind of preconceived ideas of what we would rather. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I could, honestly, I couldn't have said that better myself. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a side note. I wasn't even planning on talking about that, but (laughs) I felt the energy and like, we need to say something about it. I love that. I agree with you. Okay, cool. So I really also liked what you said about success. And um, I think my definition looks quite similar, just having like a well-rounded life and like being happy in like many aspects, if it's fair to say that. It's true. It's so true. And I think that like, you know, people like always look for more and more and more and more and more. And it's like, okay, but like at some point, 
you can have everything you can't in the have world. Like, everything it, in the world. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, I always say it, like, I used to say this a lot, especially to like my life coaching clients, like you can't be happy with, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year, $60,000 a year, a million dollars a year. If you're not happy with five, you know what I mean? Yeah. It goes the same thing, yeah. like for everything else in life. Like you can't be happy for when you get like the multi-million dollar house, if that's what you want. If you're not happy with this, this, the nice quaint house to start, you know what I mean? Like you have to like learn that, how to find that like gratitude for things, you know? And I also think all the time, like, okay, what about when you do get that multi-million dollar house, then what, you know, then what do you have to work for? Yeah. You know, like you can enjoy it, but like, it's part of the fun is like working through things, getting better, seeing your growth. And once you get to the end that's kind of the end, you know, exactly. So, like your house yeah. is not coming with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I agree. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. That's something I've really struggled with in the past. Just like not seeing my goals come, like come to fruition exactly how I thought. And I would just get so self-conscious about it, but this is not about me today. <laughs> but we can still talk about it. Cause that's of true. Course. I agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you. I really do. Thanks. So I want to kind of switch gears. We've kind of touched on mental health a little bit, but I read another quote. You had a stupid fly in my face. Um, I was again, stalking your Instagram heavily. And I read a quote you had on there and I, this stood out to me so, so much because I think it's a place that we can all kind of remember ourselves in. And you said, I was placing emotions with work and planning my wedding and just not being present, mm-hmm. not taking care of my physical health, mental health, my spiritual health, none of it. So what were you running from in doing this and replacing oh my, yeah. your emotions with all these things? Totally. Okay. So this goes back to like, this is actually this summer. Okay. okay. Summer 2021. Okay. Um, and like, I feel like, and I was talking to someone the other day, actually a future podcast guest on my podcast. And we were talking back and forth in the DMS and he has a mental health podcast. And I had like, I literally delayed by like four months sending him the booking link. And I, re- I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, <laughs> I'm really sorry for my delay. I was like, but I have been struggling and I have just pulled myself out. You know what I mean? And I was like, I'm back and I'm here and it's good. But it has been a struggle. And he was like, yeah. oh God, like, don't worry about it. Like it, we yeah. all go through it. So mm-hmm. I think for me, like, okay, where all this stemmed from was, it was honestly at the start of the pandemic, because I've never really been someone who's like struggled with mental health issues significantly, which I'm really grateful for. But then at the same time, it's like, once you do start to struggle with it, you're like, what do I do with this now? Because I don't know how to, I don't know how to live with this. You know what I mean? And then it's like really hard because when other people, like other people would look at me and would say, oh my God, like she has everything, like she would ever want, like she's so happy, like, you know, this, this, this. And it's like hard to be anything other than that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In other people's eyes. So it's like, I lived with all of these things in the back of my mind because I didn't want to burden other people with how I was actually feeling. And so huge. Uh, right? <laughs> underline well, that <laughs> underscore <laughs> highlight. <laughs> but I really didn't. I did not want to burden other people with like my thoughts. And so at the beginning of the pandemic, I was actually like thrilled to be laid off. I was ready. It was a toxic work environment. The people were nasty to me. People were mean. And I was like so happy when they were like, you're getting furloughed. And, and, but but it was like the best of all the situations because I was furloughed. I was at home working on my podcast, working on my goals, like working on all my dreams and stuff like that. And 
literally getting paid. And I was like, this is great. Like, I love this. And then obviously like that comes to an end. And then I started working in another job, which was an like a great job. And then my husband and I moved out of the city. Um, so I had to leave that job. And then that's when mm-hmm. I went, like really started doing my own thing full time. Mm-hmm. But so at the beginning, I would say like at the beginning of 2020, when all the stuff started happening, I was like really happy about it. And other people were like having a really hard time. And I was like, this is wonderful. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. And then it never ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're still living in it. Yeah. We thought it'd be two months, you know, to work on us, but yeah. Yeah. And it never ended and mm-hmm. not to get like too political, but mm-hmm. I found Let's all of the political. things, <laughs> I found all of the things that pe- like politicians were saying really hard to process. You yeah. know what I mean? Very hard to process. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, So everything was kind of like fine, probably up until like, I want to say like March of 2021. And then, oh my God, I was planning our wedding for like the third time and I was getting annoyed. (laughs) It was so annoying because it was like constantly having to like go back and forth on like, what is, what are the rules going to be? How many people am I allowed to have? Who am I going to have to disappoint and uninvite? You know what I mean? Like on and on and on. So then I ended up taking like all of the frustrations that I was feeling about the state of the world and like how the world was living. And I just channeled it right into planning my wedding. Like I just went full force, started planning my wedding. Um, it was a beautiful day. Like we had such a lovely day. It was amazing. Um, And that was like a couple months. And so it was a lot of like back and forth and all this different stuff. And then at the end, uh, literally like two days after our wedding, I crashed and burned so hard. Like, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Cause it was like, I took all of the energy of, uh, like what's the wording I'm looking for. Like I took all the energy that I had towards the state of the world and I put it right into my wedding. And then after the wedding was gone, there was nothing to like replace that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. Oh my God. It was brutal. Cause I woke up one day and I was like, now what? You know what I mean? And there's nothing to like quote unquote, like look forward to, you know what I mean? We are not the type of couple we're going to like rush to have kids. You know what I mean? So like, we're not Mm -hmm. trying to like have kids or like do any of that kind of stuff. And like my business was like at an amazing spot. Like everything on the outside was like perfect. Our house was perfect. Our wedding business was great. Like everything was perfect. And I was just like, what is going, what is going on? Like, how can I not be happy about this right now? Like, how can I not find the gratitude in this? Mm -hmm. And then then I put myself back in therapy because I was like, I don't know how to pull myself out this time by myself. And I was like, okay, what everyone else is experiencing a year ago, I'm starting to experience now. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was really hard because like most people like learned how to like live with like their life. You know what I mean? And I have lots of friends who like have kids and you know, their kids were off for like the whole entire year of school and this and this. And I was like, no, but like everything is fine. Like, you know, it's nice. You get to be together as a family. And then it's like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not, this is like, it's just, it has been very, very difficult. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like a whole other complex gets built of like, you have everything you could have asked for in your life ever, ever, ever yet. I was still struggling so hard. You know what I mean? But then I just took all of that mental health and I don't know what to do with it. Right. Because I've never struggled with mental health issues in my life and poured it into my business. So I just worked 
all the time. I just worked all the time, which was great because like, you know, the business to success. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was like, at the same time, like, first of all, not sustainable. And I would not recommend it to anyone who's listening right now. Oh my God. But it was just, it was really, really hard. And I think like, you know, over the last few months, like what I've been working on the most is really just like coming to terms with the fact that I can't control this. Like I can't change it. And so I realized that all of my biggest struggles come from the fact that I like to control things. I like to be in control. Yeah. Interesting. So So type A. But I never pegged myself for a type A. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, what? Because I've always been someone who just like rolls with it. Like you tell okay. me like, we're hopping on a plane and we're going to France tonight. Like, let's go. I'm like, yes, we're doing spontaneous. it. Spontaneous. So, so spontaneous. Like when, when okay. my husband and I got engaged, okay. When my husband and I got engaged, we went to, we were supposed to go to Geneva. Okay. Okay. We missed our flight <laughs> and then there was no other flight. Sorry about that. And then, so we were like, okay, let's go to Spain instead. So we literally yeah, hopped on it. the last flight yeah. of the day. We went to Spain, to Barcelona with no hotel booked, mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. We just hopped yeah. on the plane and went. Yeah. And like, you know, a type A person typically that wouldn't be able to do that. Right out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 But I was I like, okay. saying. That's interesting. Yeah. Right? I don't know where that makes you fall then. I, see I have that. no idea. I have no idea. So I've been trying to like figure that out over the, yeah. over like the last little bit. I'm like, how do I like merge these two together? And then what I to. realized, right. But then I realized, um, like I have like high functioning anxiety and I just okay. live with it. I just live with it. And yeah. everything feels like I have to be in control of all the things I know that I can't. And I'm just learning how to like live with that. But mm-hmm. what I would say is like, when you're struggling and the, oh, I think honestly, the biggest reason why I went to therapy is because I went years ago and I had a good experience okay. and then I was like, okay, I don't know how to do this by myself. Yeah. So I'm just going to reach out for help. And if it's not the right person, I'll find somebody else. You know yeah. what I mean? And, but you got to start somewhere. And I think that's the difference in between like, you know, living your life versus your life running you. Does that make sense? Like I, yes. Yeah. Like I, I just feel like I had a choice there in that moment. Like I can sit in this for the next year, find myself in a really deep, dark depression, probably lose all of the things that I've built because it's not sustainable and, or continue at the pace that I'm going, burn myself out, be struggling quietly and nobody will notice. And God knows where that would go after, or I have this like opportunity to really take control of what I, what I can control. And when, and that was my own self. Do you know what I mean? Like I can control choosing going to therapy. I cannot control the government's decisions about the pandemic. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, completely. Different yeah. Controls. It's unfortunate. The situation like life puts us in sometimes, but it's really unfortunate. The situations life put us in sometimes, but we're there and you gotta just try and figure out how to navigate it from exactly. there so I think that's exactly very important I also and I really think like, oh yeah no no, no go, you ahead. go ahead nope 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 you no nope. okay um I was just gonna say I really liked also like what you said about kind of like shopping around for therapists I don't mm-hmm. think that's something that people do enough I think people go to their first therapy appointment with someone who maybe has a photo that's attractive to them they go they hate it and then they never go again And there's so many different types of therapy, so many different approaches, so many 
people that you just may connect with or may not. So I think it's important to always um, test a couple out before you decide on one. It's so true. And like, I even got like, I've had some life coaching clients who've come to me after having a really bad experience with a therapist. And I'm like, and it's interesting because it's like, they're like, I know you're not a therapist, but I feel like I can talk to you. And I don't feel like I can talk to that therapist. And I always say like, there's more out there. You know what I mean? Like you might want to try again, you know what I mean? Because like, I can help you so much with like the life coaching side and helping with mindset and stuff like that. But there's like buried deep, dark trauma that is not my expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not licensed to help with that. I can't tell you where your current deep rooted trauma is and I can't fix, you know, like some of the stuff they do like EMDR. I don't know if you know what that is, but they can like fix your trauma through like, um, eye movement and things like that. There are so many things to be done now and so much research being done and therapy is expensive. (laughs) It is expensive. It really is expensive. But then I also think to myself too, like, okay, I can spend a hundred bucks a session on a therapist, or I can spend like, you know, a hundred bucks on like a night out. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, let's say you have exactly. $400 in the month, yeah. go out twice and go to yeah. therapy twice. twice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're right. You're completely right. And, um, eventually it's just like a long-term investment and in, honestly, your business and your, um, happiness and everything, because when you're in a good mental place, your work just becomes so much more reflective exactly. of you and just stronger and, you know, more stable. So yeah, exactly. You know, I have to say like, there's someone who, um, I was, I was editing like one of my clients' podcasts and she had a guest on and he was talking about like, um, how hard things like, you know, we go through hard things and this kind of stuff. And he was saying, and I'm going to butcher it, but essentially what he was saying was like this darkness, actually, no, I kind of remember because I did write it down. I wrote, it, it was, um, this darkness is coming to the surface to be healed and it's coming to the light to be healed because it doesn't want to be dark anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh. Wow. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of that's a really good point, right? Because like it's coming up within you because it's like, help me, help me, help me. Yeah. You're ready like, to you deal with this. No. Yeah. You can't just yeah. shove it down because it's like, yeah. gonna, it'll just explode. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can't afford going to therapy, like reach out to someone that you love, because yeah, I'll tell you another thing, like another one of my clients has a mental health podcast and she okay. like younger kids, like 18 to 25 and talks about their like, um, suicide attempts, eating disorders, self-harm, like all of these really heavy topics. Yeah. And the biggest thing that they say is like, you know, you're not going to want to reach out to anyone, but just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do it anyways, reach out to them anyways, even though it feels yeah. uncomfortable, even though it's scary. So mm-hmm. that's like my biggest advice. And like, if you have no one literally slide into my DMS, please. Yeah. Me too. Because, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what, if, I would love if you could give me the name of that person later, because I feel like maybe that we could have a good conversation, but um, if possible, but it's one of your clients. You got so. it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think that that's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Just thinking. And yeah, I know. Right? I know. I did. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm just reflecting on what you're saying. Um, also, one thing I it made me think about was that I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about some of like my childhood trauma. And we were talking about how in my twenties, things are coming up now that happened in my childhood. I like really repressed and it's very interesting that they're coming up now in the time in my life when I'm the most mentally stable and I'm Hmm. the most, um, I guess in touch with my emotions because your body will not bring up anything that you can't handle, you know, like, cause stress can kill you. 
your body will not let you deal with too much. You know, you'll shut down before you deal with too much. So I want people to also remember whatever is facing you right now, you can handle, you will handle, you'll get through it. And your body's not going to let you take on too much. So And don't try and take on too much. (laughs) It's so true. And like, you know, you saying that just really makes me think like there is like, there's so many different things that we experience, right? Like we all have our own set of traumas that we go through. You heal one and you're like, oh, this is great. Like I'm good. You know what I mean? And a couple of years later, you realize there's another one. And -hmm. then that other one leads you to the other one. That other one leads you to the other one. And so you're constantly playing this like game of like healing all of the things. You kind of have a choice, right? Like you have a choice. Like, do you want to go down the path of healing all of the things and finding that really like deep inner peace and inner freedom? Or do you want to stay? Because it's it's easy to stay stuck in the hard Mm -hmm. spot it's very, very easy. You know what I mean? And like everyone's trauma is so different, but at the end of the day, like we all have a choice in our healing. And then like, I kind of feel like I've been doing this a lot too, like for my own self, like, I feel like all the work that I've been doing is like healing backwards in my lineage, but it's also healing forwards. You know what I mean? Like the, the work that you do on your own self, if you ever have kids one day, you will never parent the same way that you were parented, first of all. Yeah. Or if you have nieces and nephews, you're going to bring a whole new different perspective. You have friends yeah. that have kids, you get yeah. to enlighten them in a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I buy my friends like crystals as like gifts and stuff. Like, did I grow up in a household with crystals? Absolutely not. But like yeah. their kids will, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah that's true. Sending the messages. I'm yeah. like, here, just take the, take the nice crystal. Yeah. It won't hurt you. Um, <laughs> 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 <about bed>. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Parenting is such an interesting topic. Something I oh. know really nothing about, but Same. it's very I mean, I'm a dog mom and so are yeah. you. But like that's the extent of my yeah, parenting. Yeah, skills. I have two younger brothers and a dog. That's like about it. I don't know anything about parenting, <laughs> but I had my mom. I just talked about like the circle of life on one of my podcasts the other day, and my mom come into the room and she talked about giving birth and all that and children, and it was just traumatizing. <laughs> so I'm good on kids for a while I also watched a birth okay. video on the show and it was also did traumatizing she, did she make you watch it no I watched it on my own just oh to like God. get like uh because I've never watched one I was curious to see and um, so I gave my crazy. reaction and it was a uh, yeah, not pretty. Like they really, it really winds up. That's it's for really, sure. it's insane. Like when my sister and I were kids, we used to watch on TLC. They used to have this show called like a birth, a birth story, a baby story, or something like that. Okay. And like I love TLC. Uh, me too. I'm like obsessed. <laughs> and it was like the like the we would like watch it on like if we were like home from school one day or something like that. Okay. And it was so ridiculous. It was like these women who would like just go and they would like give birth on TV. Like, what's the point? Like, literally, what's the point? I just don't understand. And, like, you would watch, and my sister and I were like, and so now I'm like, I would like, I would love to have kids one day, but I'm like, there's only two ways out here. I'm like, like, and I don't like any of the options. So, yeah, no, I know, I know, me neither. Closest to death, apparently, but right. At least you weren't traumatized enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but along those lines, I wanted to ask you, what is your messiest moment? Like, if you can look back on your life, what is like the darkest time, the messiest time? Oh my God, that's such a good question. Um, I think my messiest time was high school. Okay. I, for like all of high school, um, <clears throat> got in with the wrong crowd. 
and was a drinker, a partier, like mm-hmm. at like 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, and just that those were really hard years. And I don't even remember them, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I, just it feels like a yeah. whole blank in my life. Like it yeah. feels like I know some of the things that happened and like I look back on pictures, but I can't piece what wow. year that was. I don't know what wow. year that was. Yeah. That's like crazy. I really was just kind of like existing. And I think it's because I just like felt like you know, I never fit in anywhere. Like I always felt like an outcast, you know what I mean? And I never felt like I fit. So when I got to high school, you know, and like the people that I hung out with, like are amazing people, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm not friends with them anymore today, mm-hmm. but like we're on social media and that kind of thing. And like keep in touch and, and stuff like that. Some of them I'm still friends with. I also talk to here and there, but I look back on that time in my life and it was so messy. All of it. Yeah. I was a terrible daughter. I was a terrible friend. Like I just was you know, and then after I left and then I went to university and then <laughs> failed out of that. <laughs> and then I realized I'm like, I can't do this the rest of my life. And then yeah. I made a 180. And so it's like, you know, define success. I think like, you know, if I look at my life, like where I was, I would obviously like, you know, there's, and I look at like where I am now and like the business that I have, the people that I get to work with every single day, what I get to do every single day, like I would never have this if I didn't have that first and yeah. be able to heal all of that, you know, yeah. but yeah, that was my messiest moment for sure. And that's pretty crazy. You went from like such one extreme to such another, you know, like going through, but I feel like maybe that's kind of common for life coaches to have gone from like really, really dark places to a place where they were able to work through all that and get to yeah. a good and place. It's funny. it's funny because like a lot of my clients that I work with are um, people who drink a lot. And people who like, uh, there's a lot of similarities. Like I see mm-hmm. like 17 year old Simona and a lot of my clients and I'm like, wow, I'm like, it's crazy because like as a coach of any kind, whether you're a life coach, business, this, that trauma, whatever type of coach you are, you never help someone if you don't like, if you haven't lived that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like a huge no, no, in my opinion. Like if yeah. someone was coming to me for like parenting advice and I was like, yes, I can help you. It's like, yeah. I have no idea how no, to help I can't. you. <laughs> I think that is massive. I think people are so guilty these days of talking about things they have no idea what they're talking about. And it's okay to just be like, I don't know enough on that to talk about it. You know, that's like an okay thing. You're not going to know. You're not going to have an encyclopedia worth of information on every single topic in the whole world. That would be a lie, you know? So it's okay to say you don't know about everything you know so I think that's really important and something I'm trying to teach some people in my life right now <laughs> well hopefully they're listening to this podcast yeah and hopefully can get the subtle cue no, I'm just yeah kidding. seriously <laughs> <I won't. laughs> yeah that's funny though um okay to finish it off I want to kind of do like a rapid fire you're the Ooh. first one I'm gonna do this segment with yes. um you don't have to, it doesn't have to be that rapid but you know We'll give them to you. And I, it's okay. called messy or marvelous. So I'm going to give Ooh. you a couple topics and you're going to tell me if you think they're messy or marvelous and okay. why. Okay. This is the funnest podcast I've ever been on in my life. Oh my okay. gosh. I'm so, I'm so flattered. I'm so okay. excited. Okay. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. First one, social media, messy or marvelous. Ooh. Ooh. Messy. Messy. Why? It can be marvelous, but I think like people create this whole life and persona that okay. isn't actually even true. true. Like you can put anything on social media and it can make people feel really badly about themselves. I'm thinking more about Instagram. Like TikTok is like yeah. marvelous. Instagram <laughs> is messy. 
Do you know what I mean? Okay. 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 I, I'll take yeah. that answer. Like in my space for sure. Like I see all these business people who are like, I made six figures in two months. And it's like, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about the five years that it took you to even get to that spot? Like, don't even, don't even go there. You know what I mean? And like, also, just, like, what's the, like, why, like, why are you posting that? Like, I don't do you know. It's like, so weird to me. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's really strange. And like, I, yeah, I think maybe because I follow a lot of business people on Instagram, maybe, maybe that's yeah. why. And it just feels like everything is a sales pitch. So I'm like, bye. Yeah, like, but it has on TikTok. very, like, almost like a work feed. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Corporation. Messy or marvelous? Messy. Messy easy self-explanatory okay yeah (laughs) can be marvelous if you have a good leader but rare rare. yeah (laughs) okay um messy or marvelous open relationships oh that's a good one I actually think it could be marvelous I'm not in one but I think it could be marvelous could work for lots of people could be okay I like that answer I totally think that you should like be able to do whatever it is that you want and if you want to have that and if that's like the life you want to live you get it you do it. it love it okay breakups marvelous okay why because I think that while can they can be messy in the beginning they bring you so much that you can learn from like breakups I think in my opinion like of any kind business breakups actual breakups friend breakups like you know relationship whatever can be awful in the moment but the space that it creates in your life afterwards to ha- like explore more, to learn more about yourself. Marvelous. In my opinion. I agree. I could not agree more. I think yeah. yeah, I've like grown the most after breakups out of any time in my life. Me too. Um, so break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, okay. Why am I feeling that that's like a subtle cue for someone who's listening? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. All my friends, boyfriends, I enjoy at the moment, not in the past, but right now you're all doing okay for now I love that Uh, I love that for your friends yeah me too me too hopefully I'm next um yeah that's okay I'm not worried about it right now (laughs) okay last one which I already think I know the answer to based on a conversation we just had but messy or marvelous hard liquor oh we got 17 year old Simona and we got (laughs) I I want to say like I kind of want to say marvelous because like I I have had some of the best moments of my life, like out with people having drinks and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that those memories are marvelous because I have a lot of good memories, Mm -hmm. just like can be messy. I don't know. I think I'm like a 50, 50 split over here. I'm not doing very good at the quick answers, but that's okay. It's okay. I've been asking you follow-up questions. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. We'll take it. I love Alrighty. it. Love okay, it. that's all I had for those uh, rapid fire. Just they're a so bit fun. To know more about you. Okay, cool. They're so fun. Well, we're running out of time. I've loved to have you, and I think we'll talk again soon. I think I'm going to come on your show, but Ooh, yes, I want people to know where they can send you some virtual love, all those kinds of things. Book you for life coaching, stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is at Simona with two underscores Costantini. Okay. Um, if you're interested in anything podcast related, learn how to grow a podcast, monetize a podcast, like manage a podcast, podcast tips, podcast has whatever. My uh, production page is at Costantini Productions. Love and it. then thanks. And then 
I'm on TikTok. I don't do a lot on there yet, but okay. Simona.Quasantini111. Okay. And um, if you want to follow my podcast, it's called the Happiness Happens Podcast. And Yay. you can find it on Instagram. If you just put in Happiness Happens Podcast, it'll take you perfect. there. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's perfect. I'll put all that below too. So you guys can just click it, find it. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on today. It's been amazing. Your energy has been great. I think thank that you. the advice you've given has been really helpful and insightful. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It was so yes. much fun. Of course. Okay. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening.